Greetings and welcome back to My Life Not Yours. I'm Tina and I hope you'll enjoy listening to this week's episode. Greetings and welcome back to another episode. I thought I'd try something a little bit different and you may say, yep, you're doing this to fill in a gap. And you're correct because this is a weekly digest of my memorable encounters. There aim to be quickfire episodes that are kind of like a spoken journal, but I won't bore you with day one, ate breakfast, day two, had a hard time eating breakfast, day three, managed to consume breakfast. You get my drift. This is something where I'll provide my point of view on things that have happened in my life that relate to stuff that's happened in the week. It may be fabulously funny or bloody boring, but I might just put something out there for a bit of food for thought. All opinions, of course, are my own, and I make no apology about what flies out of my mouth. Without further ado, let's get this party started. This week, guess what? The UK, United Kingdom, is open for business again. It's kind of been there, but in terms of COVID, people can now dine inside and out. We've had some shit weather lately. Last year, when lockdown started, people weren't so bothered about it because we were in our gardens just enjoying some amazing weather. This year, it's been an absolute nightmare, if I'm absolutely honest with you. I decided I would have my first outing pretty much out of the locale in a decade. The night before, it was like getting ready to go to work, even though I don't work in a corporate organisation or for any organisation at that matter, I work for myself. It took me three hours to decide what I'm going to wear, how my hair's going to look, what footwear do I wear. I've been living in trainers and slippers for nearly a year. My feet have spread like plates and they're not the smallest of feet anyway. So I knew shoes were not going to be an option. I'm back in trainers. Hair, I really had to make an effort because of people know me. I've got really good hair actually in terms of styles and stuff like that. But while I've been in lockdown, I don't really care. I got myself ready, all excited, and I headed to the West End of London. And it was, it was weirdly funny because our shops have been open, but the hospitality industry has been absolutely screwed. For those outside of the UK, it's been a nightmare for people. And I went into the West End of London, which is literally where all the nice shops are and things like that. And I was going to work at another little venue. It was so good not to be in my second bedroom, my second office bedroom, which is where I've been working for a long time, but not as intense as what I've done during lockdown. And I headed off to the House of St Barnabas, which I've spoken about before. It's a private members club, but the whole ethos behind it is training people who have been homeless. And I love it there. I walked in, I couldn't remember where the rooms were or anything like that. And then somebody on the hospitality team who's fabulous because she came through the academy training and now is a full-time member of staff. Welcome back, Tina. Welcome home. And you know, I wanted to cry. I just thought it was so beautiful because everybody who goes to the House of St Barnabas sees it as a home away from home so anyway I was allocated my seat all socially distanced just can I just say this socially distanced stuff is a bit of bollocks really because nobody social distances everybody's up close and in your bloody face but we will see what the UK government says on the 21st of June if they're going to abolish all social distancing as I sit down into my little lounge seat I finally felt somewhat normal again 
It was weird. It was weird. I guess my highlight of that little opening was I had a great conversation with two entrepreneurs, one who had made a billion by selling on an app. So there's a bit of motivation for you. Got a little side hustle, get on it. But I learned some really great lessons from them. And I just found myself talking to these people in this room. There were only five of us in this lounge area because social distancing but it was just really quite cool so that's me i'm back out i spend some time in the house i then leave a little bit early so i can just have a wander around the shops and it's pretty much dead there is the sad side of it was there's so many businesses boarded up and that is the reality of the pandemic and what it's done to people and actually if you've got a business in the west end of london You need to have deep pockets because the rent is not cheap. Think of New York, Singapore, all the big capitals around the world. So aside from that, the West End of London, inside and outside dining, tick. Travel traffic light system. Oh my gosh. What is the matter with our buffoon Boris Johnson, who is the UK Prime Minister and his bloody cabinet or whatever you call them? They sit in their ivory towel. Right, we'll have green countries you can go to. And guess which countries were on the green list? Israel. Uh, do I really want to go there during the biggest civil war that's taking place at the moment? And Portugal. So guess what? All the lovely Brits who haven't had a holiday for so long and they're desperate to burn their skin booked to go to Portugal because it was one of the few countries in Europe that was on the green list. And all the green list means over here in the UK is that you don't have to fucking quarantine. Our quarantine rules are just insane. You can't quarantine in your house. You have to go into a government, I was going to say auctioned, but it's not auctioned, accredited hotel near the airport. You have to pay for it yourself. And I'm not joking, you're talking 10 days or so, which on average is 1500 GBP. Great British pounds. It's really expensive. Not only that, when you're traveling, even on the green light of the traffic light system, you have to take a PCR test. That's a COVID test and it can't be on our national health system ones. It has to be private. That's nearly £200 a pop one way. So going on holiday just got a whole lot more expensive. You know, the sad thing is for me, It's all about economics. It's all about money. Because even if you do things at this end, what our government can't tell us is what the country you're going to enter into is going to say. But you know what? I'm boring myself talking about COVID and all the bloody nuances. And the long and short of it is, I don't think I'll be getting on a plane until next year at this rate because I'm not paying extra money to have a cotton bud stuck up my nose that might make my eyeball pop out in the process. Plus my nose is really fucking sensitive. So what will probably happen is they stick the cotton bud up there and I sneeze and a big bogey (laughs) comes out on the end of the bud and I'd just be mortified. Oh my God, it'd be awful. So coupled with bogeys on cotton over long cotton wool buds or whatever they stick up your nose, we've got the Indian variant that's mutating in the wings. At the time of making this podcast, it's in certain areas of the UK, they're doing surge testing, but anybody who has decided to have the jab should be okay. Bottom line is, buffoon Boris did not lock down our borders quick enough. It's like we let in any old Tom, Dick and Harriet in Great Britain. We are the most welcoming nation in the universe. Come on in, bring your viruses, your diseases and any other shit that you've had that could kill us all off in a year. There you go. One thing I don't understand is they've allowed gyms to reopen, but up until this week, no group classes. 
So people were really excited. They could go, yeah, step one, two, three, move up, two, down, two. I'm being a bit over the top here. But one of the things that shocked me the most is in the yoga studios, you're allowed to do hot yoga. Hmm, let me think about this. Have any of you ever been into a hot yoga studio? Now, I haven't. So I'm only going by hearsay. But you've got a lot of people sweating, spitting, talking, coughing. But guess what? The advantage is you can flex better. You can bend into those positions better. Let's just kick COVID to the side at the moment. Who gives a fuck about COVID? Because they were saying, actually, if you're outside, then COVID is decreased. But you want me to go into a hot yoga studio as of this week, bend, flex, downward dog, everything else, and I'm going to be okay? Hmm. Okay. Another funny fact. The cinemas have opened this week. About bloody time. We've gone through the Academy Awards and BAFTAs. Certain people have won for the best actress, best actor, best film, best producer, best dressmaker and everything else you can be best at. None of us has seen the bloody films. And you know what these panels are like on the Academy and the BAFTAs. So we are seeing finally award winning films that none of us have had a say in. And, and I mean that in as much as the way it all works is bums on seats in the cinemas and how those films are getting rated and the final word is by the Academy and BAFTA or whoever the organisation is giving an award. None of us have seen these films. I saw something the other day on Amazon Prime. They wanted me to pay £15 to sit on my sofa with a tiny screen to watch an award-winning film. Nah, not going to happen. On a positive note though, I'm quite excited that I've been invited to some great post-lockdown soirees or parties, even festivals. Uh, One of my friends is saying she's doing a personal version of Glastonbury in her backyard, but two jabs or being jabbed is mandatory. God help any of us that haven't had a a jab at that point because it will be no entry. So that's kind of nice. People are actually wanting to celebrate. I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I'm really not impressed by this English weather. And that's the only thing that makes me want to have a cotton wool bud stuck up my nose. It's just going to be somewhere where it's X amount of degrees over minus 10. We've had so much rain. My weeds are growing weeds. The flowers are blooming. You go outside, you don't know, you're, you're a bit hot or you're a bit cold. And then you get absolutely trashed with bad weather i.e. the rain. So we are going through a climate change for real. And anybody who didn't believe it, I think you better believe it. Because this time last year in the UK, I was sitting outside in my bra and knickers. Well, not quite, because there is a little bit of a wall where people could see in, I guess, if you're in your top flat. And um, I can't really make out what to do. So I'm in a bit of a quandary. I think I'm a bit institutionalised at the moment, even though I went out the other day. I'm still not quite sure to arrange loads of things to do or not. Because I guess my friends are really sitting on the fence, a lot of them. I guess we're older. Some of them are like, they're going on like they're 120 and, oh my God, I'm not going to come out of my house until everybody's vaccinated. And I've kind of had the conversations. A, I don't think it's appropriate now to ask somebody, are you having a jab or have you been jabbed? Because it's a little bit like asking a woman, oh, are you having any children? Oh, you haven't got any children. And why is that? It's rude, it's personal, and it's nothing to do with anybody else. That's how sensitive I think whether you take the vaccination or not has got for quite a few people but in relation to me then going to a handful of friends saying do you want to get together 
There's only a couple, I think, that have literally just been rogue throughout the whole of COVID and hasn't, haven't really given a shit, to be honest with you. Um, and I don't, I don't mean that nastily. I mean, just that they didn't really want to wear a mask because it impedes their breathing. It impedes mine. But I don't want anybody else talking to me in my face and a little flying germ lands in my mouth. And I'll say that is so easy to do. The other day, I literally opened my mouth to take a swig of my drink and a bloody fly threw in. I just like... I can't believe I just swallowed a fly and I gagged at the thought of it. I mean, it wasn't big. I'm being a bit melodramatic, but this thing went straight in the tunnel and that's it. And that's like someone talking to me. They don't know if they've got the virus and that piece of spittle that's flown out of their mouth lands in my gob and I end up cleaning my teeth and it's already in my system. Thank you very much. So done with the weather. That's really pissed me off. And the rest of this week, I've just been meandering along, doing my own thing and... Just taking stock, it's been very positive for me. I've really set some intentions this week and the law of attraction, as I've mentioned before in previous weeks, has really been working dividends. I'm talking some of my goals, or I call them miracle missions, are coming to light. I wanted to find a new tribe for cycling. I've got nine women signed up, but guess what? Because of the fucking rain, we haven't been out yet. And we're talking casual cycling i'm not talking about hardcore cycling to work or gonna do 100k we just want to go out have a bit of coffee and cake stop and have a little chat so the tribe's there i just need to get the tribe on the bike and get going so i'm really happy about that some work things are finally coming through for me i've been kept going by a fantastic sort of tech company a couple of days a week since the whole of lockdown which just paid my bills and kept me eating which now i need to stop eating and buying food all the time. And so that's kind of cool. But one of the things that has been my highlight for this week, all men, close your ears if you're listening. This is for the women out there. A couple of times this week from a few different people, the menopause, the me no pause is the change that women go through. And a couple of months ago, I spoke to a friend about setting up a group with menopause in mind because women don't talk about it. And if you are still listening, gents, It is a nightmare. If you've got a wife or partner that may have been going through certain things, it might be down to the menopause. All I wanted to do is say to women that are listening, we need to talk and we need to change the narrative around this life cycle that happens to us. We go through it and we'll make it through the other side. But it shouldn't be something that's shameful. And I feel really proud that in the next couple of weeks, I've set up a call with another uh, friend of mine so that women can have the platform to talk about what they've been going through and we can impart knowledge to each other. There's a whole nother episode that I might make a private chat on menopause because I think it is it is personal, but I also want to put it out there because it shouldn't be a secret. And finally, I've talked about the cycling tribe. I've talked about going out of my house, literally what seems for the first time, but I'm exaggerating because it's not, but it was great being able to get on public transport. Well, not great because that sounds a bit weird, but um, I can't be anxious and, and be fretting about things that I've, I've got to get used to doing again. And it helps that I do have my rituals I do. I meditate and set intentions and all this kind of stuff, which are really helpful. And I feel that my thought for the day or lessons learned are you need to celebrate any achievements because we often assume success is all about being famous, being rich, owning expensive things, blah, blah, blah. And yet there's so many things that you may achieve in one day that you only dreamt about in the past, especially in the light of the year 
the world has faced. I want to express my gratitude, in, which is thank you, basically, to whoever is upstairs for small mercies. But don't get complacent with your life. You must keep it moving and keep it moving forward progressively and take time out to celebrate those little wins. It could be you've been in a dark place for quite a long time. You've come through the other side and it's light and it's happy and it's bright. Celebrate that because you should be proud of yourself and it will undoubtedly raise your vibration 100%. We're now at the end of this short, sweet, lovely, memorable encounters pod episode. I hope you've kind of enjoyed it. I will put these in every now and again, but I'm really excited to confirm that in the next couple of podcasts, sorry, within the next couple of episodes, I will have a guest and it's going to be a good one. It's going to be great. There are so many podcasts out there at the moment that it seems to be the way to go to have guests speaking and stuff. And I just want to bring a little bit of diversity and change into what I offer. And we're not talking celebrities because I don't bloody know any, but instead they will be people I hope will inspire you in some way or tell a story that gets us excited about life again. I'm really, really pleased that this is the 12th episode, short and sweet. Well, it's not because I'm still rambling. But if you do like this podcast episode please 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 head over to apple Podcasts and leave me a review and rate it i do want more people to know about it and you're obviously listening to it because i had a great message from somebody on instagram the other day that i would never have expected to be listening to my podcast and i feel deeply deeply happy about it that people are tuning in and i'm just going to always try and keep it real people if i ain't got nothing to say you'll get one of these memorable encounters take care and don't forget to spread the love by letting people know about my life not yours 